episode number 51 of the Actors Room. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with my brother, Dave. Hey. And today, as you know, we're going to talk about Charlie Sheen. Now, Dave, hmm, do you think Charlie Sheen is an interesting character? Oh, yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. I, I, I say that because, you know, we're going into these shows, and we thought we knew a lot about Charlie Sheen. He fascinates us. To we were a, wrong. To a high degree. And we were going over a bunch of actors and uh, even directors. Yeah. We were thinking about doing yeah. a director. We won't say who it is. And we, I think we actually agreed to do him at one point. Yes. We did. Yes. And then I had a bunch of things bouncing in my mind, like they always do. And I thought, Charlie Sheen popped in. And I go, fucking A. It would be so much fun to talk about this guy. I have done research on him in the past. Uh, when I do research on other actors, of course, you know, a, a bunch of people come up. And Charlie Sheen always seems to come up because he's such an interesting guy. He's in and out of the law. Of course, with all of his shenanigans, with drug use and spousal abuse, right? Yeah, well, it, well, we'll get into all that. We're going to get into all that later. <laughs> Take it one step at a time. And as you know, he is in a family, okay, that is driven in the arts. His father, Martin Sheen, was a big deal in the 60s and 70s. So him and his family grew up in that atmosphere when they were kids. They would go. On set with Martin, I don't know if you know that, mm -hmm. okay, they would take them out of school for months at a time during the school year. I just don't understand that. How could they do that? How is that okay? Think about that. Yeah, I mean, they obviously I, didn't care. You I, know? I, the, the teachers and the parents, like Martin <clears throat> and his wife, felt it was okay. I think they wanted to stay together as a family. Right. As opposed to Martin going off for a few months doing a picture, and he would come home to them, they would instead go together on these trips. So you have the family unit together, but it's not conventional. How conventional could it be? Going away, they would be going to other countries, Charlie said. So he experienced other worlds, so to speak. And he said that when he would come back from working with his dad, and mind you, he's like, I would say, 11, 12 at this time. He would come back and go to history class, geography class, and they'd be talking about all these places that he's been to and has experienced already. And he thought that was kind of surreal. Here we are talking about, you know, Ireland, the Philippines, and he's thinking to himself, God, I was there just last month, you know? So uh, before we get into his life, uh, his childhood, which we will do, I talked to my brother. We decided we're going to go chronologically with Charlie right from the beginning his birth till the present time. So that's what we're going to do. And before I start, Dave, do you know what his real name is? Of course. What's his real name? Carlos Irwin Estevez. Irwin. <laughs> Irwin. Irwin. Do you know why? No, I don't. Okay. Well, first of all, he was born September 3rd, 1965. He's right. 52 at this moment. He's 52. Uh, born in New York City. Mm -hmm. And he was a blue baby. When he was born. I did read about that. Now, what does that mean? That's, exactly? he was, it's a lack of oxygen in the blood. Okay. And the doctor that saved him was named Irwin. Oh. So they honored him by giving very, him the middle name. Very, very nice. Because I look at his name, and obviously he says, well, he, he says, he is part Spanish, obviously. Right. Yeah. Martin is, he's not 100%, no. obviously. But he has, yeah. He's 50% 
Spanish. Oh, and fifty percent Irish. Okay. What a combo. Mm-hmm. Woo! Drinking going on. And uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did that, of course. So yeah, born in sixty-five. And uh, like I said, Dad Martin Sheen, big, big actor. He was in Apocalypse Now with Marlon Brando. That movie nearly killed him. And Charlie was there. Yes. During when it happened. That filming. It it was a land landmark moment in the family. Because uh, Martin really wasn't that old. He was in his 30s. Okay, he was in his 30s, but he had a, a past filled with heavy drinking and heavy smoking. I mean, mm-hmm. talking constant. And I think what happened was, being on the set of Apocalypse Now uh, took a lot out of him as an actor and a man. Uh, I remember when we were in acting school, I think Gary Kingston brought that up to us. The fact that that one scene he has where in the beginning, right, didn't he just... Nervous breakdown. It was an actual nervous breakdown. He really did have a nervous breakdown. Mm -hmm. And it just brought everything to the surface and had a severe heart attack. Not just a little heart attack. It it could have killed him. So I think seeing interviews with Martin about this certain thing, I have seen him talk about this. And he says that my life really did change after Apocalypse Now and after I had that severe heart attack. So here we go, talking about his birth. We're going to move on, talk about his childhood. Do you have any notes about his childhood you wanted to point out? Well, uh, yeah, well, at age nine, he appeared in his first movie with his dad. Right. Which is a 1974 film called The Execution of Private Slovak. Okay, and I did my research, too, and that's correct. I I don't know if that one was first, or there was another one that I have in my notes, and I think that was his very first. Both of them, he was extras. You know, how old was he in in yours? I see, I have it further down on my list. You can't find it. Because I have all of, like, his earlier stuff before I get into that. Okay. Um, But, yeah, anyways, he was an extra. He was a kid, nine? Nine years old, right? yeah. So already getting what a, a rush. Little, yeah, getting a it's little taste, exciting. but he said he didn't like it. He kind of he didn't like the attention, uh, and Weird. as far as the kids went, he really wasn't interested in acting when he was younger. Okay. Okay. So um, I just wanted to point out a few things in my notes here. Okay, uh, Charlie Sheen uh, has no shame at all hiring prostitutes, and we'll get into that later. Uh, he takes a lot of drugs, and yeah, he wait, did- wait, wait, hold on. Okay. What age are you jumping to here? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about with my notes here. So, because <laughs> what, what, what I told let, Dave. Let, okay, go let, ahead. Let's just, okay, first of all, let's just talk about high school. He's attended at Santa Monica High School with fucking Robert Downey Jr. He was friends with Rob Lowe. Right. Sean Penn. Right. So, right there, I mean, you know, he's, you got, uh, let's see, Lowe, Penn, were, were they? They were, like, like I explained, I think it was in the Sean Penn episode. Right, they were all sort of doing movies together and things like that, and he would. Uh, but their ages were all over the place. They really yeah, were. Yeah, I think he was closer to age with Rob Lowe and Sean Penn. More of uh, Sean Penn's younger brother. Uh, what Chris. was his name? Chris. Chris okay. and Charlie were in the same grade. Okay. Okay. So um, the reason why I wanted to point out those few things, and it wasn't chronological, like I told you, and yeah. I do that because I put these things in here to kind of set things up. And before I wanted to get into this part, I wanted to talk about the way he grew up in the house, okay? And how it's going to set up. Maybe how he is as a person now. Just little things that I found out, okay? Um, He says, Charlie, that Martin Sheen, his dad, was really strict with the kids. Where the mom wasn't, okay? She was very laid back. And uh, Emilio states 
that his mom would cook naked, completely <laughs> nude. Wow. Okay. And Emilio explains that because they were just hippies. That's just the way they were. There was no shame. Wow. Uh, so it wasn't a weird thing that they did that. Yeah. And um, before we started the podcast, we were talking about Emilio. Okay. And the fact that Charlie and Emilio, they didn't get along at all when they were kids. Right. Uh, Charlie feels it because he felt Emilio was jealous of him. Uh, Charlie got like all the toys that Emilio didn't get uh, as far as like, you know, maybe a, a moped, uh, a bike, things like that, a car even. Uh, so Emilio was a little jealous of that. And Emilio's job in the morning before everybody went to school was to get everybody's sandwiches ready. That was his job. And Charlie would go on to say that it was always cream cheese sandwiches. Why always cream cheese sandwiches? And they were in an interview together, and Emilio is sitting right next to him when he's telling the story. Okay. Emilio is visibly upset. <coughs> Seriously, he is. He looks over at Charlie and goes, listen, that's all I had to work with back then. That's all I had to work with. God. Cream cheese, will you get over it? And Charlie's like, whatever. So... It goes to show right there. Like, there's still even, like, this little, like, you're such a fucking yeah, dick. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just butt heads a lot. I know, right? To this day. Okay, so, um, I think that's pretty much, like, I'm trying to see here. Um, I think we touched on everything I wanted to touch on in his earlier life. Really? Because I, I have think some so. stuff you have, here, man. You have some more? Go yeah. for it, man. Um, Rob Lowe says he remembered Sheen wearing a bulletproof vest to school. What? Because he, was, he thought gangs were going to get him. So Charlie thought the gangs were going to get him? Yes. <laughs> yes. He was paranoid. What? Oh, so even back then he was Even paranoid. back then, and I have some more stuff here. Um, Go for at it. At 14 years old, he had, apparently there's this personal journal of his that this guy claims that he has. Okay. And now, <laughs> when asked about the diary, Sheen's representative responded, they cannot confirm or deny okay. this is his. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off. In his first entry... This is what he has. All right. Often I feel that I'm going to go crazy. <coughs> Whoa. I think you There's more right. to it. Hold all on. Right, all right. <laughs> I really don't know why either. Maybe it's because of school or the world we live in today. I know it sounds kind of stupid, but who knows? Maybe someday I'll just go wacko. Wow. How right you were, 14-year-old Charlie Sheen. Now, where did you get this? Was this, this in the... This, the uh, I googled and found some... Really? I stumbled upon it somehow. Wow, Dave. That's good stuff, um, man. In October of 1979, he wrote, People that act so hot should have their mothers raped by seven hell's angels in front of them. That's not all. I also think they should be cut in half at a rate of one inch per second and be viciously tortured for three straight days by means of fire. Whoa, 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 whoa. This was in 1979 he wrote this? Correct. So he's probably... Because oh, he graduated in 84, so he was probably 17 at that time, so it's 79? Yeah. So 13? <clears throat> 13, 14. Oh my god! 14, maybe 15. And he's writing this shit down already. Okay, so I think that's... If it's a... his, if it's his journal. Hmm. They couldn't confirm or deny it. Really? But... Hmm... Hmm. Just thought I'd point that That's out. That's a sneak peek and a glimpse, maybe, into who be. he is. In this article I read, there's there's another entry where he was talking about warlocks and shit, and we know that he kind of talks about yeah, that. Yeah, later on. During the tiger blood bullshit. Yeah. Um. Wow, Dave, that is good. Uh. So he was young doing this, writing this down. If yeah. that's true. Yeah, if this is really his journal. Wow. Um, but then there's some stories when he's 16. Okay. You had mentioned the car that Emilio was all fucking jealous about. Yeah. So at 16, his parents bought him a BMW. Must be nice. 
Wow, nice. <laughs> yeah. What she says is like basically the beginning of the end of his high school career. Right. He's just like, fuck it. Basically, yeah, I heard him say yeah. something like he cared more about skipping school and right. taking the car. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this one story where he's 16 and he and his friend are in the car getting stoned. Okay. And they both fall asleep with the, the radio on. Okay. Did you hear the story? I did, but go ahead. So they fall asleep and they kill the battery because the, oh, the radio okay. killed it. Okay. So the friend ends up walking home mm-hmm. and Sheen stays with the car. Okay. And goes back to sleep. Okay. And wakes up to a cop. Yeah. Knocking on the window. Okay. <laughs> when he goes to uh, get his license registration yeah. out of the glove compartment, all his weed, oh. his bowls, oh. his par- you know, his oh. papers fall out. Oh, God. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And, oh. when they, you know, he steps out of the vehicle, they yeah. search him, and they find, like, a, he had some sort of, like, knife okay. attached yeah. to his ankle, like a, you know, a strap or something. And so he obviously gets arrested. Yeah, at and, 16. Yeah. And, and by the way, this is his mom's birthday. Oh, God. <laughs> So his parents have to come down, <laughs> bail him out. And he says, like you said, his mom was cool about it. No big whoop. No big deal. Martin Sheen was really pissed. He didn't say a thing mm-hmm. on the way home. They didn't go home. When they picked him up, his dad didn't say a word. They went straight to church, <laughs> which was not on a Sunday that this happened. Okay. And... <laughs> apparently trying to make him feel bad by going to church yeah, and yeah. whatnot. Repent. Um, and that was basically his punishment from his parents okay. or his dad. Yeah. Um, and then when he went to go to court, the judge was good friends with his mom and nothing came of it. Oh, my God. So we have a glimpse here of, like, a 16-year-old rich. Yeah. Dad's famous. Be bright. And he's not getting punished for, you yeah. know, having weed in his car. and Right, because his mom's really laid back. And, dude, I mean, if that was our, if that was us, oh, fuck. my dad would have been like, if he even knew the judge, he'd be like, okay, give him the maximum <laughs> yeah, and right. then double it. He would have made us go to jail to learn a lesson. Right. And Charlie did not get that. I think that's a good point you brought up. Early on already, he's finding that he can get away with things. Sort of. Right? He can get away with it. No big deal. Yeah. He was a renegade, a rebel, yeah. a rebel for sure. And he also got arrested a little later on, too, mm. for credit card fraud. Right. And um, do you know that story, what he was doing? I did read that. It was... Um, he went to a hotel. They dug out of the garbage. He would tell him. He would go up to the front desk and say, I was here last night or a couple of days ago, uh, and I was working on a paper, and I left it. So can I check your garbage? Yeah. So he would go through the garbage and get receipts, credit card receipts, and then go over the phone and when you can order stuff. Buy stuff. Wow. They'd go pick it up at the store. Duh. Boy. Wow, this guy's got and, balls. And no, I'm not sure, but I think, is that why he got expelled from high school? See, I couldn't find out. So he didn't graduate, I no. don't think. As far as I know, he was expelled just a few weeks before graduation. Wow. But uh, let before we go into that, I also want to point out, and I stated earlier, he was one of the kids that really didn't look into acting right away. Didn't really interest him. You know what did interest him? Baseball. Baseball. He loves baseball. Mm -hmm. Fucking loves it. He says it was his life. Yeah. And and his other brother, Ramon, okay, he has another older brother. You got to understand, Emilio, four years older than Charlie. Uh, Ramon, three. And Ramon would say he felt Charlie was definitely the best on the team. 
He was really good. Yeah. He had a future. He had a scholarship and everything and then blew it because he never fucking graduated. He says, Charlie says, that uh, in his senior year on the baseball team, the team was pretty good. They were about to play their first playoff game, okay? And right before the game, he got a notice. His grades were so bad, he couldn't play in the game. It absolutely crushed him. I guess he said he was either going to pitch that game or play shortstop. That was his positions. So not only can he play in the field, but he was a pitcher as well. Uh, This really did crush him, turn him off of the whole fact that, oh, I just, I'm pissed. Uh, My grades are so horrible. He wasn't a student. He hated the work. And I think at this time, he fell back on acting. Decided, right? Do you have a little more than that? Because I think... No, that sounds about right. He says, he says, I'm going to give myself one year of auditioning. And if I feel that within that one year, I'm not going anywhere, I'm going to get my GED and I'm going to apply to college and go for the baseball thing again. So he gave himself one year. Goes out, first audition. Guess what? He got it. Fucking prick bag. <laughs> well, his dad was Martin Sheen. But do, his dad's do last you, name. Well, do you think that matters? Yeah. Do you? Dude, your dad's Martin Sheen. At least Emilio had the balls to be like, I'm going to take his <laughs> real name and yeah. kind of make something. Even though I look just fucking like him, Yeah. they both kind of look a lot like him. I th- in a I weird way. Emilio looks a little more like him than Martin. The only reason why they don't look exactly alike is because Emilio has lighter hair than Martin. Right? He does. He's got yeah. blonde hair, right. I would say. Sandy yeah. blonde. San- right. Yeah. Where Charlie and uh, Martin, they have dark hair. That's how they <clears> look alike. <throat> Charlie does not look exactly like Martin, but I think Emilio does. Looks a lot yeah, like his dad. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So here he's got his first role, first audition. Might as well do the acting thing, right, Dave? Yeah, I mean, it's working out for him. Amen, brother. Okay, so let's see here. I think we might as well just jump on in. And, and, and I also want to note, never went to acting school. Didn't need to, right? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's been watching... He's not going to dick around with no, that kind of shit. You know what the thing is? He's been watching one of the most famous actors of... His, yeah. And his yeah. father. He's been around it for so long, he's probably like, I could do that. I could do that shit. Um, okay, so... Uh, I'm trying to see here. Oh, Why don't I go right into the movies then? We could here, yeah. I mean, um... And I, I think you may be right. The the very first movie of his was called Badlands in 1973. See that that's the one I in the IMDb. That's the one they have first. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I thought to myself, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the order. I have found in the past oh, that really? sometimes they get that mis- mixed up. So oh, shit. they get the years mixed up. Well, it was the same year, I think. Well, 73 here is Badlands, which he played boy under lamppost. Boy this, under lamppost. He. <laughs> But what a great role, uh, right? And then in 74 was the execution of Private Slovak. So there you go. Badlands. He played Kid at Wedding. Okay, so Badlands was his first movie. So, then the execution then one was his second. He went on to Grizzly 2, the concert, and that must be the one where he had his audition. Okay. And made it right away. All was, right. Uh, th- were there any films you have before Red Dawn that you would like uh, to touch no, on? No, that's it. After Grizzly 2, he got Red Dawn, okay. 1984. And what a cast. Yeah, Red Dawn, is, I haven't seen it in a while. I can't really comment too much on it. Um, it was the first big movie, of course. He had a really good role. Um, and I remember him being very convincing. 
Uh, all of them were in that movie. Great cast, like you said. Uh, I have a note here. He kept asking those around him if he was doing a good job. Right. He was very self-conscious, yeah. they have. He just needed the confidence. Um, Emilio Estevez was supposed to play Patrick Swayze's character, okay? And he couldn't because he was working on another project. And uh, then I have here, he appeared, Charlie did, in three consecutive television movies. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Um, I have here The Boys Next Door. I don't know. It, this one I saw. Okay, it's with Maxwell Caulfield. This was in 1985. Uh, Crispin Glover auditioned for Charlie's role and didn't get it because the director said he was too psychotic. Go go figure. Really? Crispin Glover. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Popping up again. Now, whenever we do <laughs> yeah. like stuff together, he pops up, doesn't he? Almost every episode that we've done. Yeah, the universe is telling us, talk about Crispin. Do it soon. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, his dad, Martin, disapproved of this film. you got to understand, I saw it. There's a lot of killing going on. Uh-huh. Charlie Sheen and Maxwell, they play, they just got out of high school. They're kind of renegades, okay. and they just, like, something triggers them, and they go on a killing spree. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of really uh, badass. Pretty fucked up. And Martin didn't like it. He uh-huh. wanted him not to do it. And Charlie's like, no, I'm doing this fucking role. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, he took his, his advice and went, thanks, Dad, but I'm doing the movie anyway. Uh, Martin sat through the uh, first viewing and got up several times. He just couldn't take it. Wow. It was that uh, trying on him. He just, he couldn't, he had to get up, come back. Uh, so obviously it really affected him, the fact he's seeing his son <clears throat> kill people, on, even if it's just fake. Yeah. He didn't like the premise. Wow. So uh, the next one I think of note is Lucas. Uh, this was a big movie in 1986. You got a young Winona Ryder. Her first film, she was cute in this movie, I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Carrie Green, I thought was so cute. You know that, that redhead? I know. Oh, she was in The Goonies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She didn't do very many movies at all. No, not really. No, but she was damn cute. Uh, we have to touch on this. Charlie Sheen and Corey Haim's relationship. There are rumors out there. Don't believe them. They say Corey Haim has stated he was abused, sexually abused, on the set of this movie by an older person. Now, it wasn't Charlie Sheen. I did a lot of research on this, and I could not find anything. People truly believe Charlie Sheen was banging poor Corey behind the sets. I mean, come on. It wasn't Charlie Sheen. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. Yeah, I don't think it was either. I don't either. It was what I think happened is... You know, there's advisors and assistants, and I don't think it was a producer or director. I think you're reaching people. I think it was just someone on set that took advantage of this poor kid. Corey Haim was, he was just batted back and forth by people. Uh And I think once that got out, that he was readily available to do these things, they just took advantage of this poor kid, and he ended up dead. I mean, he was addicted to drugs, big painkillers. He was on a ridiculous fall. He was taking so many painkillers, it caught up to him, poor kid. But we're going to move on from that. I wanted to kind of touch on that because right now it's kind of a big deal with all the stuff going on. Sure. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is. And they're throwing Charlie around like he's just <clears throat> this big, like, doing these things to Corey Haim. It's like, ah, take a step back, people. All right, Charlie's got a lot of bad things going on, but I just don't see him doing this. Right. I just don't. All right. So the next one, man. What's your next one? Ferris Yes. Day, yeah, huh? baby. 1986 uh, by John Hughes. I got to tell you, this movie was so fucking big when we were kids. Oh, it's, it's 
still, it's a classic. And, man. you know, like we have said, we grew up in the 80s, and, you know, um, VHSs were coming out, man. You know, where you could go and rent movies. Well, this was the movie to rent. Oh, yeah. This was, like, number one movie. You rented it, like, five times. <laughs> you know, it, it was such a fun movie, and you get Charlie Sheen's cameo. And do you want to touch on his cameo? Because it is fantastic. Believe it or not, Sheen was not an addict at this point. No, he wasn't. So in order to look like he was strung out mm-hmm. on drugs, he stayed up for over 48 hours. That's right, he did. <laughs> he looked it too. Lo- yeah, man, he looked like he was yeah. in bad shape. You could see the bags under his eyes. The mm-hmm. guy definitely looked like he was up for at least two days, 48 hours. Yeah. I believe it. And... Him and Jennifer Grey batting back and forth with dialogue. Yeah, it's a short scene. A, a couple scene. scenes, maybe. But. No, it was just... Oh, yeah, you're right. It was a couple, because I think they, they did pan away with right. the mom, I think. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to the cop. And yeah. then they came back, and they're making out. Yeah. Right? right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not a big role, but it was it was great, man. He kind of stole the movie in a little, a little way. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, but I, I, I think I don't know that... About stealing it. That was just a great movie, and he just happened to be in it, and... Yeah, okay. Uh, he looked very comfortable, I thought, in that role. Uh, is it because he didn't sleep and he was just sort of sunken into that, that couch? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it was great. It's I mean, very relaxed. It works. The way he talked to Jennifer Grey, it was so natural. I loved it. I thought it was a great part for him to do. I'm trying to see maybe if I have any other... I have that 48-hour thing. Um Oh, there's a bit, a bit of a backstory about his character. His character's oh, name yeah. is Garth. I love that. Okay? And now there's a backstory they didn't use in the movie. I guess, what, uh, Ferris was friends with Garth. Mm-hmm. And Garth was going through a rough time <clears throat> with his family. And something happened to Garth where he had to leave school. He had to drop out. Mm-hmm. Ferris felt he didn't do enough to keep him in school. He felt really bad about it. And that was a big reason why he felt... He had to show Cameron a good time. Yeah. So that character was actually a pretty important character. You would think, he's not that important. They kind of <laughs> no. threw this guy in. He's funny. But no, there was actually more to this guy. And I weird. thought, Yeah, it is Isn't weird, it? right? Like, yeah. you would never think of it. But he was. But you don't get that when you see the movie. No. They left that out. You know, they do that. Except for... When um, the principal's car is getting towed at the end, yeah. apparently his last name is on the, tr- on the tow truck. Oh. And that was like, a, that tied it in a little bit. That's interesting. Yeah. They kind of threw that character around Like a his bit. family owned the tow truck company. Okay. I think I did read that. Very good. Uh, Emilio Estevez turned down the role of Cameron, played by Alan Ruck. He turned that down. Looked like Emilio turned down a lot of roles. Just, wow, amazing. <laughs> That's what... That's what they do, right? Got so much work pouring in, I can't do that. I'm doing something else. Weird. Yeah. Um, So, okay, Ferris Bueller, out of the way. We're going to move on to the next big one. The next big guy. Yeah, this is really what put him on the map, obviously. Also in 86, this came out, Platoon. Platoon. Uh, Do you have backstory about this one? There's backstory on this one. Uh, They wanted to, well, God... Oliver Stone wanted to do this movie back in like 72. Right. Okay. No one wanted to do it back then. He just couldn't get it done. He finally had a chance to get it started, and he did, a few years before it got made. And when that happened, Charlie auditioned, and Oliver thought he was too young. So who got the role? Emilio did. Mm-hmm. It was slated to go. Something happened financially. They couldn't do it. They had to postpone it. Two years passed, and Emilio, supposed to be in the role, couldn't do it. 
He was doing another project, Dave. Go figure. <laughs> He's a busy fucking guy. I wonder what he was working on. So, busy, busy fucking guy, Emilio. The dude just had shit going on, so guess what? Charlie was now old enough, and Oliver thought, okay, Charlie, you could do the role instead. Big break for Charlie, big movie, and in the same respect, doing the same thing his dad did, Apocalypse Now. The movie itself, right, the main character... He narrates it, Vietnam just like his movie. dad. Yes. Vietnam. Really creepy. eerie. Creepy, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, she nearly died. Do you, right. What happened there? So, they were filming uh, in, the, in a helicopter, and the pilot kind of took a, a sharp, whatever. You, uh, yeah, like a turn. Like, they, the helicopter made a right or a left. Yeah, and, and he almost flew out the yeah. door. He almost fell over. Saved by uh, Keith David, who is in um, he's in Armageddon, The Thing. Mm-hmm. He's, he's maybe best known as Mary's dad, and there's something about Mary. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. He grabbed Charlie Sheen, pretty much saved his life. He did. Isn't that something? It is something. Wow. Sheen could have died. Incredible. You know, just like his dad almost died yeah. in fucking Apocalypse Now. Wow. Um, that's incredible. I don't know how much else you want to talk about the movie. I mean, um, the the script of this film uh, was found with Jim Morrison when he died. Oliver Stone offered the role, the main character, to Jim Morrison in 1971. That's incredible. Yeah, Morrison was always fascinated by film and acting. I think he would have done it if he would have stayed alive. So he never did, huh? What's or that? Morrison never did any acting. He at would all? he would do uh, short films in school. You can actually see clips of it. He played, like, uh, just walking down the road in, the, like, Arizona or the desert. Mm-hmm. He was always fascinated with the desert. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you would see him in uh, student films. He was fast. I mean, that's what he went to school for. He was a film student, a director. Uh, so I think that would have definitely interested him. And I thought that was a cool little tidbit about this movie. And uh, just talking about his acting in the movie, Charlie, uh, he has some very emotional scenes. Uh, Ol- Oliver Stone made it. Made it a. F- uh, I don't wanna, I'm kind of tripping over my words here. I want to say it right. He had everybody in the cast go through basic training, so they went through hell. Mm-hmm. They, it felt like they were really in a war. And he also told Charlie, who didn't smoke at this time, he goes, "Charlie, your character smokes." Actually, I didn't hear that. Okay, what did you hear? I heard Johnny Depp made okay. it a point to always have to kind of recruit someone and and get them smoking. What? And he got Charlie Sheen turned on to cigarettes. Interesting. And, and Charlie Sheen says, he's like, ever since then, he's been smoking, smoking a two lot. packs a day. Two, yeah, 40 cigarettes a day. Yeah. Wow. So, I don't know. I guess it was Depp or Maybe. what you heard about Stone. Maybe both. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe. Wow. So, I mean, as far as his acting goes, is there anything you want to touch upon with his acting, you know, with William Dafoe and, and Tom yeah. Berenger? This, I, I love Platoon. It's, it's raw. Maybe one of my favorite war movies. Yeah. I love Defoe and Berenger yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. The, their relationship and their characters are so fucking great. Um, um, yeah, I, I wonder if he was considered for best actor, Charlie. It was a, it was his movie, um, man. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You think he would be deserved? No. Okay. Okay. No. I, was I think it's the, the movie overall is what's... It's just really good. Is Stone... And, I mean, he treated it as... <clears throat> excuse me. He, he They shot it in almost sequence, which okay. is rare. It is rare. You know? Yeah. And it was to it was so much that when a character died, mm-hmm. they went back home. 
Yeah. They were done filming. They were, okay. So they were done. They were going home. That's funny. It was almost like the war. Hmm. And so when Sheen did his final scene when he's going home, that relief that you see is kind of real because he's like, <laughs> I'm finally going home and getting the fuck out Thank of here. Thank God. So, I mean, that's kind of like a credit to Stone and how he worked it. Hmm. Which I think he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah. I know that. He's also <laughs> sane, but he's brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's very smart. Very intelligent. Uh, Oliver Stone, very uh, scary, smart. Uh He's just his brain is all over the place. But I'll tell you something: the guy can write, he can direct, he puts forth just fantastic films. They make you think. And this one, he wanted to do for a long time because he himself was in Vietnam, yeah. so he knew what was going mm-hmm. on back then. This is based loosely off of his experience. Yeah. So so much. So, it it yeah. kind of hit home for him. Right. Um, so yeah, um, I have just I want to note. Uh, a film called Three for the Road in 1987 that he did, uh, sort of an unknown film for Sheen. It's good, actually. You got Alan Ruck again. He's in this movie with uh, Carrie Green, who mm. they seem to rehash a little bit here. Okay. Uh, it's a fun film. Charlie hated it. He says, it was the worst movie I've ever done, a piece of shit, and I was terrible in it. There you go. <laughs> He did not like this movie. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Another one. Another one before we get to Wall Street. No Man's Land in the same year. I want to note this as well. This fucking guy was doing project after project after project. I don't think he rested in 1986 and 1987. He was banging out movies left and right. No Man's Land. An explosion on the set injured Sheen. He had many cuts and was knocked unconscious. He received nine stitches and lost his earring. Earring. Hearing. His maybe hearing. <laughs> maybe his earring too. I don't know. I couldn't find that out. But he lost his hearing in Guys, one ear. <laughs> don't move. <laughs> I lost my earring. <laughs> Just like when you lose a contact lens. <laughs> All right. But I wanted to point out he lost his hearing as well for four weeks because it was so loud. Uh, first film for Brad Pitt. And Sheen plays the ringleader in an auto theft cartel. Uh, so then we got to get into the next one here. <clears throat> because this one, one of my personal favorite Michael Douglas films, because I think this oh. is his best acting by far really? in this movie. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got some good ones, though, man. Yeah. Douglas? You know what one I really liked was the one where he's like this strung out business guy. Fall. Falling down. Falling down. I love that movie. Wow, that movie's good. He loses it. That might be one of my faves of his. I don't know why that one sticks out when I think of Michael Douglas. Fucked up movie. It really fucked up. But I got to tell (coughs) you, he plays this guy, Wall Street. I mean, he is just hardcore. I mean, I love it. You you get a lot of quotes from this movie all the time. Uh, Do you have any kind of juicy notes about this one? Uh, let's see. First of all, Sheen was signed on to do Wall Street while doing Platoon. Okay. So even before this movie, Platoon was over, right. Oliver Stone wanted him, signed yeah. him on already as a contract. He's like, you're doing fucking Wall Street. And what I heard was, it was a handwritten contract. It wasn't even oh. printed out. Like, okay. he wanted him so bad, he handwrote it, wow. or had someone handwrite it, and then had Sheen sign it. He's huh. like, you're going to be in Wall Street. <laughs> Nice. It's, it's signed and delivered. So that's telling you something right there. He saw a lot in Charlie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead. He. Uh, this is also the first film, everyone, yeah. brace yourself, first film to show someone using a cell phone. Wow. That's historic. Huh? One of those big guys? Yeah, one of those big honking fucking things. 
<laughs> Looks like it weighed 10 pounds. That's right. There's a scene where Charlie has the phone and he's making deals and shit. This big fucking thing. It's like half his fucking <laughs> face. <laughs> so that's, that's a good point. Good good point. I like that. Anything else? Mind-blowing. Um, Stone gave Charlie Sheen a choice of either having Jack Lemmon right. or Martin Sheen as his father. Mm. And, of course, he chose his dad. Of course he would, right? Wrong choice, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's Jack Lemmon. I understand that, but it's Jack Lemon. If you're gonna have someone play your dad, it's yeah, a pretty it good idea dad. to be your dad. I'm I'm just fucking <laughs> okay. <with laughs> but I, but I, goes, I love Jack. Lemon. I do too, man. He's one of my favorites. You know that's that. got to be a tough choice. Wow. You know, um, I have a note here. I, I don't know if you have a note about this. Sean Young. Oh yeah. You want to talk about Sean Young? They fucking hated each other. <laughs> if you don't know this already. Oh, she's a peach. She. Oh man. Well, she wanted the role that Daryl Hannah had. That's what I read, yeah. And she was a fucking bitch about I, Yeah, she I was. Mean, she showed up late. She didn't know her lines. Wow. Totally unprepared. And unprofessional, too. Very unprofessional. It's amazing that Stone dealt with that. Kept her on. Maybe they're having like, a thing on the side. Because she's hot. Is she? I think she is. Okay. Sean, Sean Young, I think she's, she's, I okay. think she's okay. really pretty. She's okay. Um, but that was but, funny. They didn't get along. But, <laughs> yeah. And then... Fucking Sheen, at one point, taped a piece of paper on her back that says, I'm a cunt. <laughs> and nobody said anything, because the whole cast and crew would just look, she is. <laughs> she is a, a cunt. She's a cunt. That is a strong word, guys. <laughs> and ladies. That's it rough, is. man. When you're describing somebody, and you're describing him as a cunt, it doesn't get much lower than that, in my opinion. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So, she was unliked. Let's just put it that way on set. Yeah, they... Boy, I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I mean, t- fucking deal with it. You didn't get the role you wanted. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Uh, a notable scene, of course, is when Charlie and Martin are in the hospital. Uh, <clears throat> their, their character, uh, Martin, he had a heart attack. Weird, because that's what happened in his real life while he was filming Apocalypse Now, and it's sort of rehashed what happened back then. Very emotional scene. It's very real. And it worked in this movie. Uh, Oliver Stone made a point, I think, to put that in there because it was so real. And it worked very well. A great scene between the two of them. I mean, kind of historic in a way. A father and a son. And a scene like that. Very notable. And very impressed with Sheen as far as acting. This is the name of the podcast, folks. The Actors Room. And you see some pretty damn good acting from Charlie Sheen. Yes, he's crazy. Okay? Or was. I, I don't know. He probably still is. But you can't take away the guy's fucking talented, folks. Right? Yeah, he is. He I, I don't is. know how great he is of, as an actor. I don't know where you ever ranked him in your top 100 You know list. what? I I don't know. He probably wasn't on it. 100? Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on it. Sure. Mm-hmm. You need to dig that up. I, I have some. I have him saved. I'll look it up. I need to see that list. I'm curious. But, uh-huh. I mean, he, yeah, this is, this and Platoon, Wall Street and Platoon are his two best acting movies, I think. Oh, absolutely. By far. You know. Um, but Wall Street is kind of the beginning of where his drinking gets out of fucking control. We were talking about this before. What did he do dur- during the filming, Dave? Oh, he drank constantly. Uh-huh. Um, and, in fact, during this time... He and Rob Lowe had, like, a contest going of who can fucking party the most. Really? I didn't know that. Because Rob Lowe at this time was really into drinking. This is before he got sober. That's right. So, um, in, (coughs) I'll, I'll quote this by, uh, 
Charlie Sheen. He said, I'd, been, I'd begun drinking all the time. We shot in New York City, so I'd be out in the bars every night till 3 or 4 a.m. Jesus. Then try to show up for a 6 o'clock call to stand toe-to-toe with Michael Douglas and handle 50% of the scene. Whoa. So there are times, Whoa. he's like, there are times where, I don't think it was during filming, but they'd be rehearsing. He'd be rehearsing with Michael Douglas, and he yeah. had his shades on the whole time because he was so hungover. Oh, my God. And he's like, I would have to just chug water so I didn't throw up on Michael Douglas. <laughs> He was hardcore at this time. I mean, big time hardcore. But it, it was also at this point, I think maybe that moment where he was realizing, I may yeah. throw up on Michael Douglas. Yeah. He did try to tone it back a bit okay. because he's like, I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but this is kind of the beginning of like... His destructive his, his phase. His destructive... It's really started here. He dabbled maybe with marijuana back in the day. Oh, yeah. But it seemed to have started here during the filming of Wall Street that he really got into drinking a lot. Yeah. And maybe drugs. I don't know if I really had any concrete stuff on Evidence that. of drug use. But the drinking was in full force. Also, something else that was in full force were the women. Uh, <laughs> he had sex a lot um, during this time. Did it get into the prostitution thing until later? Uh, he loves prostitutes. But at this time, he went ahead and banged every woman that he could bang. <clears throat> Let's just put it that way. And he did. Um <laughs> He did. Wow. The guy loved to have sex. We all do, but I mean, He's... be a little cautious, bro. I mean, this yeah. is the 80s? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, no fear at all with Charlie Sheen. And the next uh, big movie I have here is uh, The Young Guns. 98, do you have something before that? No. Okay. And we're pretty much on par with what we've... Yeah. Okay, so Young Guns, it was, it was a big deal, right? Sure. Yeah. You know, it's about Billy the Kid. Um... I like this movie. I like the second one, too. Me, too. You know? Um, Emilio plays Billy the Kid. He plays with his brother. <coughs> Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know who has a small cameo in this movie? Mm, who? Oh, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay, here we go. Do it. For, like, three seconds of air, or air time. Okay. <laughs> Screen time. Well, air time, too. But Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise had a small role in this movie? He gets shot. Okay. Briefly. I mean, dude, you can't even tell it's him. Okay. There you go. I'll have yeah. to look for that. Is Can go you actually on. note it's, it's him? or? Yeah, if you okay. YouTube it, yeah. It's there. You'll see him. <laughs> You'll see like, him get no shot. shit. <laughs> like, he had nothing going on that afternoon. He's Mom. like, I'm going to dress up as a fucking cowboy and get shot. You, you can't even tell it's him. Wow, really. that's funny, though. He was at a small role. He just wanted to be in the movie. I guess so. I man. was in Young Guns. You can't see me, but I was there. Tom Cruise. Yeah, unless it's someone who looks bastard. like I don't know, but it's interesting. It's a, um, a note here: Charlie Sheen was horrible at riding horses. Yeah, I heard about that. They made fun of him <laughs> constantly. Man, I would too. I don't think I would I do horrible too, it, man. He didn't know how to stop it. You yeah, know? Uh, I'm not good on horses. I've done it once, never again. Oh yeah, you tried it. Oh, man. it's horrible. No. Oh, oh that's just not fun for me. No. Uh, he kept falling off. They kept making fun of him. That sort of thing. <laughs> a lot of goofing around on the set. A lot. All these right. guys really got along well. Mm. Lou Diamond Phillips, all those guys. Kiefer, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Um, so God, that must have been a blast, right? Yeah. Having a good time. They had so much fun. Hey guys, let's do it again. Young Guns Two. I don't know how much you want to get into Young Guns Two, but well, some say it's a, it's <clears> just <throat> as good as the first one. It's just I like a fun it. movie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> real quick, in 1989, he was considered for the role of Batman, Bruce Wayne. Mm. I did read that. Uh, I, I think he actually would have done a decent job. I was thinking about it too, man. 
I really do. Uh, he has that sort of personality. Right. He could have brought it back and been serious, had fun with it. I love Michael Keaton. I do, too. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. I love Michael Keaton. And when they came out and said that Keaton was going to do it, oh, I know a lot of people are like, what like, the fuck? This is going <laughs> to suck. And it didn't. No, uh, but that would have been interesting to see Sheen. I think yeah. it would have been just as good. It might have been. Seriously. I think he would have been a really good Batman. Hmm. And Bruce Wayne. Charlie Sheen would be happy to hear you say that. I wonder, yeah. did he audition? Or was he just uh, considered? I think it was just considered. Okay. I don't know if he auditioned. And the, I don't know. The, the, yeah. And that would have been have. good, good, good point. I think he would have been a pretty decent uh, yeah. Batman. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, in 88, I have Eight Men Out. I don't know if you want to touch on that one just a yeah. little bit. It's yeah. a baseball movie. It meant a lot to him. It's a, he, well, he loves baseball so yeah. much. Uh, but yeah, Eight Men Out is a good movie. Great cast. Once one, again. Yep. John Cusack. Sure. D.B. Sweeney. He was Shoeless Joe. Great mm-hmm. job by D.B. Sweeney. Uh, David Strathairn <clears throat> was in this as well. He was a baseball player. He's awesome. Um, just a notable film, a good film, a great baseball film. Yeah. And I mean, Charlie was just honored to be in this movie. I think that's all the notes I have about that one. Charlie loves baseball, man. It's his life. To bring us to now Major League. And I just noticed Dave put a little statue right in between us. <coughs> We're sitting in a table, and there is a... What would you call a, a oh, bobblehead? It's a, a bobblehead. It's a bobblehead of Rick Vaughn in his beautiful getup, his Indians outfit, his jersey. And you will actually see Charlie Sheen with an Indians hat from time to time, just casually walking around. He is uh, an, a Reds fan, though. He is. He's a Cincinnati Reds so. fan. But he does take great pride in the fact that he was in this movie and that character, Rick Vaughn, is a very special character for him. Not because it's just baseball. But because he was just wild thing, it really personified. Such a great character. Right? It personified who he really was. Yeah. Uh, a playful guy, very serious, but just a guy off his rocker in a way. And you brought up that one scene where they're sitting in the uh, having dinner. Right? Oh, yeah, in that really nice restaurant. And they're all dressed up. It, the outfit he's got on. I mean, did he have a shirt on at all? I, I don't uh, even know. I don't think it. I think it was just like a leather vest with a tie. <laughs> Right? I don't know if there was a shirt. I don't think there was. And what or did he say? Or was it a... Fuck, man, I should have looked this up, but I think he ripped the sleeves off. He did. He always would rip the sleeves off. His, his yeah. <laughs> he didn't like sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> and what does he say? He's like, I feel like a fucking banker in this. <laughs> yeah. Did he it, say fuck? I don't he did. I think now. he did. I feel like a fucking banker in this. I think he says this. I feel like a banker in this. But yeah. John Berenger is like... Why do you say something like, uh, sorry, that's those, sorry, Bond, those are the rules. Those are the rules. Sorry, got to do it. it basically, time. I mean, first of all, uh, we love this movie. It's based about the Cleveland Indians, and we're a huge Cleveland Indians fan. So right there, as kids, I mean, we were really into this movie. This is a huge movie where we and, were. And, I mean, it's a great baseball movie. It's a I classic. Mean, it's funny. At the end, you're, like, cheering. You really want the <laughs> Indians to win. This fucking team is really bad but yeah they, you know turn it around uh, everything about it the characters are great so um this always has been one of my favorite comedies it, it, the film really was is. a big hit top 10 for me it's got to be on there you know and uh i have here his character in the movie throws over 100 miles per hour charlie sheen could get up to the high 80s so he, not bad he had he, in an interview with Sports Illustrated, admitted mm-hmm. to taking steroids. Yeah, I have that written so down. So he can hit up to mid-80s, is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
but yeah, he was on steroids to do that. Ah, you do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, man, he's, he's going Barry method, baby. Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire did. <laughs> <laughs> um, he nearly threw out the first pitch in the Indians World Series game in 2016. Yeah, I remember that. They, I wanted him to do it so bad they had someone else lined up. Well, I think they had all, like, past Indians yeah, players and stuff. But... That makes sense. But this is also not far removed from the whole... Well, maybe it was like five years after the whole Tiger Blood shit. I mean, we're talking Charlie Sheen here. Right. So I'm sure like everyone in the Indians organization, as well as MLB, is yeah. like, uh, nah. no, that's not maybe not a good idea. It's this a, guy's off yeah. his fucking rocker. Yeah, it's a bad look. It could have been. Yeah, yeah. so they, I guess they made the it, right decision. Although, man, they should have fucking done it. That would have been so cool, though. Every fucking Indians fan was like, please, yeah. make it happen. Wow. But he did... Come to Game 7. He did. He tweeted the night before. He's And I have this somewhere, if you give me a minute. Uh, yeah. I want to read the exact quote. When you're looking at that, I'll also mention that after the game, he hung out. Like, he was on the streets in downtown Cleveland. Fucking drinking it yeah. up. Yeah, he was drinking it up. He actually got up <clears throat> at one point and, like, stood in the middle of the street and was just, like, talking with people, and they were cheering. And really? It was kind of a big deal. I wish I would have been there. That oh, was shit. fucking great. I did not know that. <laughs> uh, but did you find yeah, uh, what you're yeah, looking for? Yeah, he, he tweeted a photo of uh, a bag with like his Indians hat. He had um, the dark rim glasses from the movie. Yeah. Maybe not the exact ones, but he had right. the Serrano voodoo doll. <laughs> nice. You know? And then it's a beef jerky and a can of Modelo. And hmm. it said, fear not, believe land. My bag is packed and help is on the way. <laughs> and I remember seeing that just being like, fuck yeah, yeah you know? Dude. I mean, God, we need every oh, like, God. stroke of good luck. Need anything and everything. Um, you know, we were playing the Cubs, so like almost yeah. every celebrity was rooting for the Cubs. That seemed that way, didn't it? We had Tom Hanks and Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Had, like the best guy in Hollywood and the most <laughs> fucked up guy in Hollywood. Two <laughs> ends of the spectrum, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We'll take but it. But we lost. <laughs> they had John Cusack and we had Charlie Sheen. Oh, what dude, the fuck? They had um, the Eddie Vetter from Pearl yeah, Jam. They Eddie had Vetter, uh, right. Bill Murray. Bill Murray, of course. How did he, he compete with Bill yeah, Murray? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a big Chicago Cubs fan since he was a kid. Yeah. You can understand that. So that's okay. We're it's getting right. sidetracked here with baseball. But before we move on to his next movie, I want to point out a few little notes during this time in his life. Summer of 1990, Sheen leaves a Santa Monica, California rehab center, where he spent almost a month. I'm going to continue, he said, attending a 12-step meetings. And Sheen told USA Today at the time, citing, in an exhaustive film schedule, Sheen checked himself into the rehab center for treatment for alcohol addiction. That same year, his engagement to actress Kelly Preston ended. I didn't know that he was engaged to Kelly Preston before she married Travolta. <clears throat> okay? They, they ended their engagement because... She was accidentally shot in their home. Is that true, though? Uh, that's what it says. I, I mean... Because then I heard years later that that was a fake story. Oh, really? So I'm not sure what to believe. Hmm. And this is a this is going to be a common theme here as we move along in this research. Okay. And it's such a common... Like, it's really hard to believe anything anymore. It seems like... Hmm. I heard that wasn't true, and then I heard it was true. Okay. And it seems like it doesn't. It, it what source is right? You I guess, know what I mean. Yeah, I guess if you don't hear it from their mouths, exactly. we don't know if it's true. And, and I think we'll we'll come forth to that. Yeah, later. I, I thought that was interesting because in the same year, okay, his dad's birthday 
They say, Charlie, we're having the family over for a birthday party. This was, he was hardcore into his partying. They were very worried about him. So they said, Charlie, you know, whatever you're doing, stop by later. We're having a party. Charlie says, great, I'll be there. He shows up late, but he shows up. He walks into an intervention. He's like, what the fuck is this? They're like, Charlie, we're very concerned. He goes, this is a fucking ambush. What are you doing? He goes, where do I have to go? Fuck. Oh, my God. They sent him to rehab. And he'll later state, he goes, listen, they cared. And I got that. But I wasn't ready to go to rehab. Yeah, well, no one ever is. They had good intentions. But he wasn't ready. He, He was on a train wreck at that time. And he wasn't ready for rehab. He went... But he left like a couple days later. Yeah. You know, they cared, but he's going to do what he wants to do. That's it. He partied. That's what he was doing at that time. So at this time in his life, after Major League, this is what he was going through. This BS. Um, I note Men at Work. It's a good movie, man. I, I remember watching it a lot. Oh, yeah. It was on HBO a lot. This came out in the 90s, so I was 10, maybe 11 or so by the time it hit, like, you know, HBO or whatever. We yeah, had. yeah. Probably HBO. I remember watching it a lot. I thought it was, I, that, I, yeah. for my age at that point, I love that movie. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It was a fun movie. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb. Emilio wrote it and directed, and directed it? it. Yeah, so yeah, they collaborated. There is one good story I have about this. Okay, go for it. You don't. You didn't hear this I don't, then? No, go for it. Okay, so Sheen showed up on the set the one morning and told his brother Emilio that he's like, you know, he got into a fight the night before at this bar. Oh, uh, okay. And um, you know, later on during shooting, Sheen goes up to one of the police officers on set and he's like, hey. He's like, when they yell action, yeah. he's like, why don't you come in and arrest me? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a prank. So they, the police officer, you know, Emilio's like, action. The guy comes in and <laughs> arrests. So, wait, okay, so let me get this right. <clears throat> Charlie came in onto the set one day and said he got into a fight the night before or mm-hmm. something at a bar. Yeah. And it was bad. And then a cop, like he got a cop to fake arrest him Correct. on set. Right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so... The cop handcuffs him and everything. Wow. Puts him in the car. Okay. And takes him off. Wow. Emilio has got to be like, fuck. It's exactly what he did. He's like, that fucking kid. He's like, oh my God. He's like, what are we going to do? <laughs> and then a uh, short while later, I think the cop just kind of drove him around the lot a little bit. And then Charlie Sheen comes back with like the handcuffs oh off. Oh my God. And Emilio's like, you fucking <laughs> asshole, man. Charlie, though, that's a good prank, though. I like it. And I think... Yeah, I think Emilio said something. He's like, "I'm gonna get you back" or something, but I don't. Have, I don't. I'm sure I don't have a follow up story to that. It probably wow. wasn't as good. Oh God, uh, there's a story Emilio told that they would fight a lot, and this was like later on in their life. Emilio like almost threw him off a balcony. Like seriously, they were fighting that hard. He nearly threw him off a balcony, and Emilio says that he Charlie has not forgiven him for that. I don't think I would either. Wow, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's. Yeah. I wonder who would win that fight. Oh, I think Charlie would. You think I don't know. so? He's taller, isn't he? It doesn't matter. I guess you're right. I don't think it matters. It depends on what year it was. Because yeah. Emilio at one point, like during Breakfast Club, he's kind of built. I think this happened when they were their early 20s. So, yeah, I mean, okay. Emilio was pretty fit back then. Yeah, I guess you're right. He's scrappy. He, I, I would see a good fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay to see it. I, I would too. Okay, so Men at Work, 1990. Uh, next, I have Cadence in 1990. A uh, movie of note because he acts with his father, 
once again. And also his other brother, Ramon, was in this movie. Very small role. And, uh, you know, where did that come from? I'm like, Ramon X2? I didn't know this. But he does, does like, small shit. <clears throat> I mean, nobody knows about Ramon Estevez, no, I, do they? And like I said, I think now he does more producing. Okay. I so, think. Okay, he's behind the camera. Right. Okay. I, something like that. Uh, <clears throat> in this movie, Gary Busey was cast in the film, working on, oh on set. Oh, my God. Uh, got himself fired because he was being just erratic. <sighs> Go Charlie figure. Sheen and Gary Busey are two train wrecks. Oh boy, that was bad. This movie was actually pretty good. Uh, he plays it's a uh, military film where they're in like basic training, and Charlie is like uh, reprimanded, so he's kind of punished, and he's thrown into a black regiment. So he's kind of going with the black regiment. Larry Fishburne is like the head of the regiment. So Charlie is very like a fish out of water sort of character. Uh-huh. And he actually reacts off of everybody very well, very playful. And uh, Martin Sheen, his dad, feels that this is Charlie's best performance. That's notable. You have an actor, a very good one, telling his, his son, listen, Charlie, that was your best role, man. That was really? your best acting. Is in Cadence, 1990. So I thought I'd point that out. Interesting. Um, notable. The Rookie, who's with Clint Eastwood, okay? Never saw the movie. Dave, have you seen it? I have not. Okay, it's notable in this way. Because Charlie was such a badass, druggy, all this stuff, hardcore drinking, sometimes hard to control on set. Your work with Clint Eastwood, baby, you better be, you know, on your fucking game. Absolutely. And Charlie would not be at certain times. Clint would say he found himself being like a father to him. Putting him in line. Disciplining him. This is directly from Clint. He said this. Wow. He said he would discipline him to get him to be a responsible. Wow. And I think of this and I go, well, why is his own dad doing this? I think he tried, but maybe, you know, coming from Clint, maybe someone outside, uh, he really did toe the line after Clint would be like, hey, get your head in the fucking game. We're working now. So... Notable. Clint's fucking intimidating, man. Oh, I know he'd scare the fuck out Maybe of me. Clint can come back into Charlie's life right now and help kick him, him out. Kick his ass. <laughs> All right. Do you what, what, what the next one you have up there, Dave? Uh, I have Hot Shots. That's me too. What about you? Ninety-one, baby. Wow. Yeah. I yeah mean, wow. Just fun. Fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much about it. It's Hot Shots. It's fucking goofy, crazy shit by the same guy, uh, Jim Abrahams, who did Airplane and the Police Squad. Yeah, that, that it's premise. It's fun, man. It's stupid, funny shit, and I enjoyed all of them. Now, I don't know if this is true, but I think Charlie went into this sort of like, eh, he didn't like Men at Work. He didn't like the other funny movie that he did, Prior, Prior, Previous. <laughs> <laughs> Prior? <laughs> yeah, he just, I think he went into the whole comedy thing like, I'll do it, uh, we'll see what happens. But you know what? It was a hit, yeah, and it, it goes was. to show he could do comedy and do it well. And this will go ahead and you'll see it in the Two and a Half Men and later on. Mm. That the comedy really is something that he is really good at. You got a glimpse at it with uh, Ferris Bueller. That um, funniness, right? I mean, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought that the, the second Hot Shots part duh, yeah. was better than the first one. You think it was better? Interesting. I do. I do. And there's something I want to bring up about this movie. And I, I did my research and found out the, the answer to this. I always was just so fascinated with the fact that Charlie Sheen was fucking big yeah. in this movie. Yep. And I thought that it was fake. I thought they put a bodysuit on him. I uh, did. Really? I thought it was all like a really cool bodysuit. 
Wow. But it wasn't. He was fucking ripped. Do you have a, a, a reason, or not a reason, but can you explain yeah. what he did? He worked out for eight hours a day. Amazing. Like a, six days a week. That's a long time, man. He went hardcore, I guess, with the whole idea of buffing himself up, making him look good, uh, that he had a special chef mm-hmm. like cooking for him and everything. Yeah. Because when you work out like that, you need to have a certain diet or it's just not going to work. No. You know. Now, when you work out, do you eat a certain way or do you just work out? I don't work out. Well, when you used to. I you used to work well, out. Well, no, not much. I no. try to, but no, I never I never really got nope. into that whole, like, I need to eat this. Right, so you didn't Fuck do that. that. Okay. Nothing like that. Because uh, mm-hmm. when you worked out, it would show. Like, you, you could tell. You worked out. So maybe it was just you worked out a lot during yeah, a certain amount of time. I guess. But it really amazes me how big he looked. Do you agree? Oh, he was ripped, man. It was crazy. It was, it was weird. Like, yeah, I don't know about weird, but, I, it, was, but he, it was impressive. Yeah, okay. It was impressive. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was very interesting. And the fact that he was that dedicated to go eight hours a day, six yeah. days a week, to yeah. look ripped like that. And he was, man. Give him credit. Okay. Any other notes about... Uh... No, I mean, in uh, the first first Hot Shots, he worked with okay. John Cryer. Right, and that's notable. First time they, you know, that'll yeah. show up later, obviously, with Two and a Half Men, but uh, John Cryer yeah. was fucking great in that, dude. The, the glasses Those and everything? glasses with a fish in it. He <laughs> <laughs> was good, man. Is he had eagle eye vision? <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. And, like, the scene where Charlie is, like, looking at him, and he's, like, he he's seems, like, like go close looks, up to him. Like you're looking through a peephole. That's what it's it like, looked what, like. It's like, what are you looking at, buddy? Yeah, you all right, man? Yeah. <laughs> he goes to shake his hand. He's messing with him. Yeah. That's good stuff. Oh, man. It's Those are a, funny. It's a silly, stupid shit, you know? Oh, and before we move on, the priceless scene in uh, part two where Charlie and Martin, his dad, cross each other on the river. Mm. They're in their own little boats, and they say, "You were I loved you in Wall Street. Right. The cute little scene, man. They love to work together. There he's popping up, and I, I just think that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I note the Three Musketeers didn't see it. I have no... <laughs> Desire. Have um, you seen it? I haven't. I remember okay. during that time, though, I, I did want to see it, but I just never... You've never, never seen it. it? I have no desire. I don't know why. I, it just yeah, me corny. neither. As I got older, I was just like, it just fell way off my radar. <clears throat> okay. Okay, I'm, I'm looking down. We're over an hour. Oh. So we're going to have to split this up into part two, unless I'm looking here... Part two of the Charlie Sheen podcast? I'm thinking... We could make it one long one, or the uh, second one can be kind of short. I don't know. Do you think we could uh, split Will it up the second then? second one be short? I don't know, man. You don't think so? No. You want to split it up? Yeah. Let's split it up. Okay, so we ended with Hot Shots. That will yeah. end this episode yeah. of The Actors Room. Charlie Sheen, a lot to talk about, I guess. We're going to split it up. So um, thank you for listening to The Actors Room. My name's Jeff Tarowski. My brother Dave with me in this episode of Charlie Sheen. This is the first one. We will continue next week. We need to dive into all the other shit besides the movies with Charlie Sheen. Kind of go in depth. Uh, There are a few things in his life that are very questionable. We'll discuss it. And I think it'll be interesting. So stay tuned. Next week, part two, Charlie Sheen, Tiger Blood Baby. Oh, yeah. This is going to be good. Thanks again. Always visit the website, theactorsroom.lipson.com. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Instagram as well. Check those out. Thank you. God bless. Have a good one.